Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. It's Saturday. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Oh, my gosh. What a beautiful week it has I been. I know. The evenings I, have been just gorgeous. And mornings. I have gotten up every single morning consistently all week long, didn't miss a day, and went for a morning walk. And every morning, like three miles, just beautiful all along the river. Love it, love it. Great way to start my day. And strangely enough, it's not as buggy as it was a week or two ago. No, it's not. No, it's really not. That is, And that does make it a big difference when it comes to <laughs> a walk. Yeah, we have to enjoy these times of the year, that's for sure. And uh, we'll attempt to do, well, I guess, how, how have things been going? Good. I'm having an open house this afternoon. I'm excited. I haven't done one for a while. And I'm going to be doing one on um, a new listing that I have out in Ridgecrest. Beautiful house. It is um, jeepers. I think the thing is seven ninety nine nine, but it is mint condition. Great big walkout ranch that sits on two and a half acres. And um, I'll be there from noon until one thirty this afternoon. So if anybody's looking for that kind of house, they can come out and see me. I'm just excited to be out, and I'm hoping there's going to be people that are out and about. It's always been one of my favorite parts of my job is just meeting and greeting people, and especially now with the real estate market shift with the real estate market shifting, people will stop me at the grocery store at Target and say, you know, should I be worried or what should I expect? And I just love that. You know, first of all, I love that they um, see me as an expert in the market and value my opinion, but it's just something that I'm so passionate about and love to talk about. So, and it's, it's nice to be able to put people's minds at ease too. Yeah. And obviously we've been talking about this for quite a few weeks now, but it, the headlines continue to bombard us every single day and it doesn't reflect reality. <laughs> no, the and, real estate market is still very strong. We still have a shortage of houses. Um, you know, prices are still going up. Thank goodness that has um, slowed down a little bit, so they're not going up at the same rate they were going up. But they're still increasing, so that's great news for a homeowner. Homeowners continue to um, earn wealth and or build wealth rather and earn equity. Um, nationwide homeowners have seen over the last 12 months an equity gain of approximately $64,000. Nothing to shake a stick at. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a good, and, and when people say, oh my gosh, I'll never be able to buy, you know, the mortgage rates are so high, and I just can't say it enough. I don't want people to get too wrapped up in the mortgage rates any more than I wanted people to get wrapped up in the prices last year and the year before. What I want you to focus on is what is the monthly payment going to be and how does that work with your budget? Because living is something we all have to do. We have to have some place, whether it's, you know, renting an apartment, renting a house, living in mom and dad's basement or buying a house. You know, there's some expense to wherever it is you live and you have to figure out what 
best suits your lifestyle and your budget. And certainly if that involves buying a house, there is something out there that fits your budget. And as you, you know, know what else I've been seeing? Oh, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just say my, my daughter just entered the housing market for the first time in a different community. And um, I was pretty pleased that she was not freaked out about the interest rates. Yeah, that's awesome. And I happen to know, because I put her in touch with her agent, that she's going to be very pleased with him. He'll take really good care of her, and she'll have, I think, a very good experience. So I'm excited for her, and I'm excited to see how that pans out. But, you know, um, speaking of that, you know, you might have to pitch in some money there, Dad, because (laughs) it's kind of the thing these days. Um, People who want their kids to get into the housing market, but they're falling a little bit short, it's very popular, very common now for Mom and Dad to help them get started. So just telling you, be ready, Andy. Let's hope she's not listening right now. Oh, come on. You and I both know you do anything for your kids, so stop trying to talk tough. But yeah, anyway, um, one thing that I did want to um, talk about is that people are calling and saying, you know, what are the what are the interest rates now? What are the interest rates? There's no such thing as I, I can't just tell you this is the interest rate. Interest rates are based on so many things. You know, they're based on, first of all, a person's credit first and foremost, a person's credit, you know, you're always going to get better rates if you have better credit. It's just the way it is. And secondly, there are so many different loan products out there. We talked a little bit last week about the adjustable rate mortgage where, you know, if you do a seven-year arm, you're locked in at that rate for seven years. Or if you do a 10-year arm, you're locked in at that rate for a 10-year. And commonly in, in Rochester, that there's a lot of people that come here knowing when they come to town, we're only going to be here four years for a residency, or we're only going to be here six years for a residency and a fellowship, or we're only going to be here three years for a fellowship. If they know that coming in, we used to always, always, always say, for Pete's sakes, use an arm, it's less interest. And then when interest rates got so low, it's like nobody was using an arm because the rates were low on the conventional. Well, now we're seeing more and more people using that again. So I guess my point is just know that there are banks that have different products. I mean, each bank has different products. They all have similar products, but there are some that have products that others don't. So it's really, really important that when it is time for you to get out there and buy a house, that you can make sure you're working with somebody who's going to be able to get you in the absolute best loan product that you know suits your needs and meets your budget. And as you were saying, those interest rates, they can change daily. Of course they do. Yes, they definitely do. Depending on what's happening in the world. Yeah, and depending on the age of the person you're talking to and what they've lived through and, um, you know, what they've seen, people are... Some people are much less panicked than others. About it. <laughs> I'll say that. My yeah. son-in-law was like, oh, my gosh, these interest rates are so horrible. And I'm like, compared to what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not fabulous. They're definitely not fabulous. They're average. They're average. And you know what's been nice in the market? I've seen things like people getting away with not having to pay full price. I've literally, I mean, I know two weeks ago I told you we're get, we're still getting full price offers. All full price offers, right? But now I have seen 
I actually saw an offer yesterday where the buyer is getting the seller to pay $5,000 worth of closing costs. I don't know the last time I saw that. Right. So there's a little bit of room to negotiate, which is really a plus for the buyers, you know, and it has been such a strong seller's market that the seller called all the shots. You came in, you paid the price the seller wanted. You took the house the way it was because even if you did an inspection, the seller wasn't making one single improvement for you. And you closed on the day the seller wanted to close because they might want to enjoy that place all summer long and you just waited for it. Whatever it was, the sellers completely called the shots, which made it the strongest seller's market I ever remember working through. And it's still, I would say it's still a seller's market because, you know, values have continued to climb. So people are getting top dollar for their houses and houses are still selling relatively quickly. I think the average days on market in our in our MLS right now is 21 days. So that's still pretty darn fast. And, really fast. and for the most part, they're getting, you know, what they're asking for. So because of the supply and demand issue, you know, we still have a shortage of houses. Right. There's not enough houses on the market for everyone who wants to own one. So, but that being said, with these changes, we are definitely seeing the buyers getting a little more leverage, which is good because... Like you and I have always talked about, we like to kind of even the scales because the best real estate transactions are the win-win ones. You know, at the end of the day, the sellers feel terrific about what they got for their house. The buyers feel terrific about what they paid for their house. And everybody goes away happy and everybody wins. You've talked about that before, that when it was the crazy times that you were seeing these surveys showing an increase in buyer's remorse because people were leaping into situations that might not have been ideal for them. Well, and they felt backed into a corner. If they wanted the house, they just had to play by the whatever rules the seller set, period. There was just no no negotiating. And then they would do it out of desperation of wanting a house. And then at the end of the day, they were like, oh, why did we buy this house? This is not what we wanted or this is not where we wanted to be. And uh, please let it be known. I'm not talking about my clients. I'm talking about <laughs> clients in general. I make darn sure that my clients yeah. are not making those kind of decisions and are happy at the end of the day. That's hugely important to me. But I'm just talking about overall nationwide. Yeah, the surveys. Okay, we'll take a quick break and we will return and chat some more with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. In the past, the conversation around personal mental health has been virtual with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back everyone. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results of course this morning with us on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Robin over the last, well, since they started raising interest rates, we've seen the trend head back towards a more balanced market from the extreme seller's market that we experienced just months ago. Are we are we at that stage yet where home sellers need to actually do a few things to get their homes ready? Oh, yes. We are definitely seeing a shift there, which is 
fabulous in my mind. This means that um, people are going back to trying to be competitive with their homes, so they're actually going through and kind of saying, okay, we should probably repaint this room or touch this up or get this carpet shampooed, you know, because they're trying to come out there thinking, well, if we want to get top dollar, we're going to have to look and um, be in top dollar shape, right? Whereas you know as well as I do, that was not the case last summer or the summer before. People could just say, you know what, I don't, I don't even feel like cleaning. I don't have time. They're just going to have to come in and use their imagination. It really didn't matter. But it's <laughs> going back to, it really didn't. I mean, people just wanted to get in there and and still bid like crazy and get those houses. And so I feel like it is good that people are going to start putting those. Like, I had a house recently, and... Um, I was getting it ready for the market, and it's going to be over a million dollars. And I came in, and she said, do we have to do anything? And I'm like, well, we're talking about over a million dollars. So, yes, I feel like we need some fresh paint. I feel like the carpet needs to be shampooed. I feel it. And she's like, okay, all right, whatever you think we need to do. But honestly, one year ago, people would be like, I don't want to do it. And I would have honestly had to say, and you really don't have to, but isn't that a shame? But isn't that a shame for the buyer? Well, it's all, I just can't even see it. That uh, you know, if we have company over the house, we always have to tidy up and make sure it looks nice. <laughs> and to have all these people going through the home trying to buy it and not do it just seems alien yeah. to me. Let's put it that way. Well, and especially if there's like little things that need to be fixed or um, you know need need attention. I love that people are back on track to know that, oh, I better take care of this before I put the house on the market. Yes, yes, you really should. This is awesome. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's, right. a good, that's a good thing that's come out of this for sure. We could uh, at some point do a little class on the most common things. But you mentioned paint and carpet. That's Those are the big ones, I imagine. Cleaning and decluttering and make the house pleasant when people come through. You know, I went to take photos at a house that I have coming on the market. Now, let me tell you, the house was very, very clean. I mean, the cleaning ladies had just been there. The house was sparkling clean. The people just have a lot of stuff around, and it's who doesn't? If you come to my house, you're going to see a lot of stuff, too. It's just people live. So your laundry basket is here, and your folded-up clothes are on the top of the dresser, and the kids' toys are in the middle of the living room, you know, that kind of thing, right? Right. So I went with the photographer and I just went ahead of him and moved all those items and took the toaster and the coffee pot and the crock pot off the kitchen counter, all those things. And he said, after the fact, he said, Robin, you know what we should have done? We should have done photos before you moved anything and then photos after you moved everything just to show what a difference it makes. And it wasn't a lot of time. It was like me and a laundry basket. Like take all the magnets off the refrigerator, you know, all those kind of things. Me and a laundry basket in a few minutes to just prep it for pictures so that it looks its absolute best. And he told me, you know, you're... You're one of the agents that actually shows up at the pictures and cares that you move all those things. Like, I don't like any trash cans in the pictures, and I don't want bathroom rugs if there's a pretty tile floor to show off, and I don't want stuff all over the countertops if if people want to actually see the countertop and the backsplash, you know, that kind of thing. And he said, we could probably have taken before pictures and after pictures, and I could have used that to to convince agents it does make a difference to come and, you know, take those 
few minutes and get the house completely ready so that it can we can market it at its very best, right? I imagine as well if you sat down with sellers and explained why it's important to clean that stuff up, you can go see the difference. And and they did put a lot of stuff away, but honestly, I met with them literally the night before they were leaving on vacation, and so I said, you know what, you do the best you can, I'll come in and take care of the rest. So like folding up the clothes drying rack and the ironing board, and you know, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was nobody would have been offended if they were coming to look at the house. Let's just say that. Sure. But for pictures you just want it to look pristine you know like i always tell everybody like you're like you're doing a magazine shoot is this what you would have in the pictures if you were you know your house was being photographed for a magazine shoot are we seeing a return to staging the homes well i am not ever going back to physical staging and just because i so love the virtual staging because it doesn't do any damage to the homes, first of all. We're not hauling furniture in and out and scratching up against walls or dinging doors or any of that. I don't know if I ever told you my nightmare story. I talked one young man into letting me stage his home. He's, he was dead set against it. I said, you got a bachelor pad here. You got a chair. You got a couch. <laughs> you got a table and you got a TV. I said, I want to spruce it up. I want to bring in some things for the walls and some, you know, things for the counters or not counters but you know like the tabletops and whatever and he's like no no I said we need a few more pieces of furniture he finally agreed and the moving truck that was bringing the stuff over the staging company that I used backed into his garage door door. I'm like oh that is a bad omen he said see I told you I didn't want staging (laughs) (laughs) of course he did Oh, but we got it staged, and this was before the market went haywire, so this was probably six, seven years ago. We got it staged. We sold it in the first or second day, sold it for above what he was asking. He was very happy, and of course, the stagers paid for the damage to the garage door, so all was well. And you got to turn around and say, I told you so. Yeah, well, sort of. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. But ever since I've been turned on to this box brownie, this virtual staging, I just love it because I feel like they can stage it so much more appropriately. So if they come in and I'm selling a log cabin house, they're not using the same furniture that they use when I'm selling a historic house on Pill Hill or a brand new house out in Mayowood, right? So those houses are all different and they all require different furnishings. So this company, they use interior designers and they say, okay, this is the right, excuse me, the right style of furniture. These are the right size pieces. And they put it all in there virtually. So when you're looking at the house online, it looks like it's completely furnished wow. just the way you see it, but it isn't. And so, and what I like about it is I can start with a completely empty house and they'll take it right down to the details where there's actually towels hanging over the towel bars. And I mean, they make it beautiful, you know, bedding on the beds and the beds that don't exist. And Or if the house is partially furnished and and it's just not like I say, magazine ready. Like then, my house? <laughs> or, yeah, I mean, a lot of people's houses. So then what I do is, after the photos have been taken, then we decide, oh, let's change this bedding to look a, a little more, you know, fluffy or, or 
more pillows, more inviting, whatever. Add a few flowers, vases of flowers, add a few mirrors on the walls, put a TV up on the wall where there isn't one, whatever. But it doesn't mean that we would put a TV up if there wasn't actually an outlet there. Okay, so we're not going to do any false advertising. And then the sellers will sometimes say, well, what if they come and they're disappointed that my house doesn't look as beautiful? I said, listen, I'm not selling furnishings. I'm selling your house. So when they come and the furnishings aren't here, they either think, oh, they must have gotten rid of some of their furnishings. They must have moved out. Or maybe they say, oh, this was probably virtually staged. Either way, it doesn't matter. Right. What matters is the, the pictures were attractive enough to lure them to the house. Absolutely. And now that they're there, they can see the house. They can see the room dimensions. They can see the layout. And then, hey, if they decide, I don't know exactly how I would furnish this space, they look back to the pictures and they see what those you know, very um, experienced virtual stager slash interior designers did and they get ideas so no i love virtual staging and i don't see myself ever going back to uh physical staging i'd like that they're essentially getting free advice on how to furnish their home after they purchase it by going back and that's how the company started out. I think I told you that before. But uh, some really high-end builders out on the West Coast got in touch with these interior designers to say, hey, you know, could you somehow show us, like, what kind of furnishings and could you stage these houses? Well, it started out by them saying, well, we'd like to sell furniture to these people. So will you get us the floor plans and then we'll do this 3D drawing and we'll put furnishings in it so we'll see if they like what we're doing and then hopefully though yeah and then it just um sprawled out a little bit and into this real estate market and i think there's a lot of realtors who use it i don't think there are very many that use it here in our market it's actually a little more expensive than physical staging believe it or not but it's just so much more um efficient and so much more appropriate i think Sounds fantastic. We have to take another break already. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax results with us this morning on New Stock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Love coming to Twins games. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Good morning. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax results with us. Robin, earlier you mentioned you're off to an open house. Later. I am. Maybe provide, could you provide us some more details, I guess? Sure. Just in case anybody really does want to come and check it out or just hang out and talk about the market. The address is 1360 Ridgecrest Lane Northwest. And that is out, um, go out on 18th Avenue, past Sergeant's Nursery, and Sergeant's is, of course, on the left. And then you'll take a right onto Ridgecrest Lane, and and it's in there. But anyway, um, that house is a four-bed, four-bath, three-car garage, walkout ranch with 4,656 square feet finished. It is absolutely immaculate. It has 2.6 acres, beautiful big paved um, patio with a built-in fire pit and seating. Very, very nice. Super nice house. 
It's a super nice house. And at $799, it is priced very well. It is priced right, and it will sell quickly. So I'm excited about that one. And what time is that open house? I'm there from noon until 1.30 today. Gotcha. So okay. Come on out and check it out. And then there's just a couple other listings I'd like to quick plug before we sign off. Um, one is 607 Fillmore Avenue South in Lanesboro. Now, this is a three-bed, three-bath, 1918 two-story with 2,296 square feet. But there's something very unique about this house. It has two little cabins, guest cabins in the backyard. And this family has rented those out like Airbnbs, and they are constantly full. Everybody likes to go to Lanesboro, and those little places are pretty affordable. I think they're like 85 bucks a night or something like that. And they're really cute, and they're going to be sold furnished. The house, no, but the little cabins are going to be completely furnished. And that's 334900 So whether you're just looking... Looking for a place to live in Lanesboro, or if you want to go down there and start a business, you could probably Airbnb the entire house plus the two little cabins, or have the house as a um, summer weekend place and make some money listing the cabins, or or just have extra room for your friends. Whatever you want to do, but unique <laughs> oppor- unique opportunity. Well, if you're uh, getting eighty five dollars a night, the Airbnb yeah. in the back would pay for the place. Oh yeah, and they're full all summer long. So yes, it's very lucrative little um, opportunity there. There's another house I'd like to briefly mention. It's 690 Warren Avenue in Zambroda. Um, Sue, one of the members on our team, actually listed this house, but it's a great little house, and it's well, I shouldn't even say little. It's 2,789 square feet, so it's a very nice oh, size house. Yes. Yeah, It's four bed, two bath, two car garage, and it is $319.9, so priced really well, and it's just a very nice, well-kept house. So if you're looking for something in Zumbrota. I thought I'd just bring that up and then change gears completely. This is uh, investment property, business opportunity. 152 Main Street, West Wabasha. Two buildings side by side. Both of them have apartments upstairs. Um, one of them right now is the Chocolate Escape, really yummy chocolate shop. And then the other half has um, Native American wares and um, really cool, unique art pieces and yeah, it's fun. People who come to Wabasha just really look forward to going into both of those shops and spending time and shopping. But unfortunately, the guy who's been owning them has been working really hard, and he says it's time to quit, time to retire. So initially, he was trying to sell businesses and all, and now he has decided that he's not going to wait. If there's not somebody that wants to take over the businesses, then it's time to sell off all that stuff and sell the buildings. So these two beautiful buildings, and I mean they are beautiful buildings, and they have really nice basements. There's a deck out back that overlooks the Mississippi River. It'll actually be overlooking the new amphitheater that the Eagle Center is building. So you can get the whole, it's all considered one tax parcel and it's now 
$500,000. So quite an opportunity for both buildings. Two apartments. One of the buildings um, actually was a pizza place, and it has a full kitchen, big walk-in fridge, and the pizza oven. All of that stuff is still there. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a very good deal, and Wabasha is kind of a cool place. So if anybody's looking to venture out a little bit, call me, and I can tell you more about that. All right, that sounds fantastic. Right on the, well, on, the, on the river, but looking over the river, that's great. Yeah, yeah, right on Big Joe Alley, they call it. Okay. <laughs> Literally right, behind the Eagle Center, yeah. That's fantastic. So if anybody is interested in the open house or buying any one of the homes you mentioned or others or selling their home. Or, or just getting their think. questions answered because there's a lot of questions out there right now. So feel free, honestly, to call me on my cell phone anytime. That number is 507-259-4926. All right. You have a great weekend or the rest of the weekend, I better say. And we'll talk to you next Saturday. Robin, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's Rob, Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96. News Talk 1340.